everybody. So today I am recording in a very interesting location. I got a hotel for my birthday. I'm currently here alone because my husband is still out of town. He will be here tomorrow though. I'm very excited. And um, I was like, fuck it. Like I'm turning 30, which sounds bizarre. Um, and I just wanted to do something fun because I normally have like really big birthday parties and I obviously wasn't able to do that this year. Thanks COVID. Um, I absolutely will do that like in November or whenever the hell we're finally able to see our families again. But I just like really like to do fun things for my birthday. And I was like, well, I was like, let's get a hotel and like, we'll dress up and we'll have like dinner. And so like my siblings, and my mom are coming and like, that's the extent of it. But this first night I'm just here alone. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to get a podcast out of the way. So it's like a little echoey in here. Um, I'm kind of talking quietly because I don't want it to be like super obnoxious if there's somebody on the other side of the wall. It's like the tiniest little little hotel room, but it's so cute. It's like petite. It has like such functionality, like the TV comes out of the wall and like everything's on wheels and it's just like very tiny, but it all works. I love it so much. Um, I also think there's just like something fun about being in a hotel by yourself. I have only been in a hotel alone once and that was like last year or something like two years ago maybe and it was the most fun I've ever had because you're just like lounging and you're watching tv and you're like wearing no clothes you're like you know and just like a t-shirt or something and you're just like hanging out and like whatever you like order food it's just like super fun um so that's what I'm doing I have clothes on right now but um, I like kicked off my tights and took off my bra and I'm just like getting really comfortable um so yeah, last year for my birthday, I had this weird flu that went around like wildfire at my work. Um, it was like pre-COVID, but it really felt like, I don't know, it took us down like COVID does. Um, and my husband just like went and got me supplies and I spent the whole day in bed. And so that was super fun. So um, this is definitely already an improvement, even though it still sucks. But I just wanted to do a podcast because this is officially like one year of podcasting. I started the podcast at the end of February last year and I just wanted to have something where I could just ramble and I wanted to be consistent and so I stuck to posting every single Saturday. I have posted every single Saturday, which I think is amazing. Um and like rain or shine like there have been times where it's been like really late at night and I've almost forgot and I've like remembered um it just occurred to me very recently that I could just like schedule them to come out when they're supposed to and that would save me a lot of a headache but um I have stuck with it and it's like made me happy and it's something that's pretty small but it's just mine and I really like it and so I just want to talk about where I want this to go and my hopes and dreams for everything and like like what this podcast is even for and um kind of like reintroduce myself if you don't already know who I am so um that's what this is going to be about let's get started so it has been one whole year of podcasting I decided to start this podcast randomly after many failed bookstagram attempts um and I mean like many I really wanted a place that I could talk about books and I had also been saying forever that I wanted to do a podcast with my husband or with my best friend Sarah or like whatever I like had all these ideas with all these different people and it wasn't happening so I decided to just make it happen by myself and that's nothing against any of them it's just like a lag of follow through on my part honestly um but I was just like you know what like I just I want a space where I can talk and I, I'm not great at blogging and I'm not doing good at this bookstream thing so why don't I just um record myself talking because that's something I like to do so I didn't know what I was doing and to be honest like it's a year later and I still don't really know what I'm doing I basically just wing every single aspect of this and like hope for the best and I kind of like it that way like I I try not to make it super serious and I try not to put like, you know, I, I try not to make it like such a stressful thing, even though I put a lot of like pressure on myself to make sure that I get something recorded by Saturday every week. It's like a thing. But, um, as it's gone on, I feel like I've gotten a little bit better about like planning things out and preparing ahead of time. So I'm not like scrambling, although it's been, you know, 
there have been some close calls. Um, and it's been like kind of tricky living with so many people and so many dogs trying to find like a quiet space and things like that to do it. So that's been like a factor as well, but it's totally fine. You know, there are things like hotels and then you just go and you record and it's fine. Um, so when I started this, I didn't have like a lot of huge like aspirations and I didn't like want to have like zillions of listeners and sponsorships and this being this whole huge thing. Like I just really wanted an outlet that was fun for me to just like ramble on about all the things that I care about, which is mostly books, but here and there, there are like other things. And I feel like it's been great. Like I honestly think it's been like a form of like self care, like therapy for me, um, especially during this like dumpster fire that was like 2020 it sort of gave me like a constant and something to look forward to on my calendar and like something to plan for and something to keep me busy and like slightly accountable because I had a job at the beginning of the year I lost the job at the beginning of the year I found a new job and then we had to move back to St. Louis so I really feel like it's been like the one constant throughout a whole bunch of like craziness and like up and downs and things like that um And it's just like been a way for me to kind of channel my interests and like just kind of like put out there like, you know, my husband will happily listen to every single book that I've read and like listen to me talk about them. Does he care? No. Um, Does he listen to the podcast about the books when I could just tell him about the books? Yes. He'll just like puts them on like fast speed and just like get through them. But um, like as much as I could like tell him and I like talk to my friends about these things and stuff like that. It's just like, I am someone that I just need to like empty my picture. Like I just like need to just like get it all out. And I, like I said, like I, I am not good at sticking to like a blog or anything like that. Like I just like, I love writing and I think I would do well. And that's something like sort of down the road, like I'll explain, but, um, I just like can never stick to something like that. I can't stick to a diary. I can't stick. I can never stick to something that's like that. And so this is the first time I've been able to to really stick to something. I could never do like a YouTube or something because I can't like look at myself on camera and like take myself seriously and like get through it. Um, I also am not like a gorgeous like hidden movie star sort of situation. So like I just don't think I would be okay with that. But um talking is something I love to do and I literally don't care who listens to me talk. I just like to talk. Um, so the fact that I can just sit here and just like talk about books or talk about a TV show or talk about my feelings or talk about things I love or talk about like the fact that I can just sit here and talk is everything to me. I joke that only like five people listen to this, but that's not exactly true. The truth is I'm not exactly sure how many people listen because I have so many episodes now and the amount of people is like ever changing. I have some episodes that are like really huge and then others that like weren't at all. And that's totally okay with me. Like there are podcasts that I love, like Dex Shepard's podcast was one of my favorite podcasts. Like when I first even got into podcasting and I'm so far behind, I have not listened to a single episode he put out last year. I'm still listening to episodes from 2019 because I'm so far behind. So I know that people like people aren't in their typical routines and their schedules and they're probably not listening to podcasts as often as they're making podcasts themselves because that's what everybody's doing in quarantine. I think like listenership is probably down. Like people aren't driving into work and people aren't commuting and people aren't like people aren't in their normal routines. And so I know even for me, like I love podcasts and sometimes I don't have time to listen to the podcasts that I love and I'm, I get backlogged and things like that. So, um, I know that there's, you know, my, some of my older episodes have more listens than like my newer episodes, which obviously I guess makes sense, but, um, I feel like it's just like very up and down. And so just like, I'm just, I'm not concerned. Like, I just don't care. This is strictly for me and it makes me happy. And if I'm the only one that listens to it, then so be it. Like I listen to it when I edit it and that's it. But you know what I mean? Like if I'm the only person that's listening, then like whatever, I was able to get my thoughts and feelings out there. And that's what matters to me in the end. Um, like looking at like past episodes, the ones that like really had like the most people were probably like the one that I did with my husband at the very start of COVID when he had to shut down the pub that he was running, which is like super dramatic. Like Kim, there's people dying. But, um, other episodes were like when I was talking about PCOS and trying to have a baby. And, um, I don't really know what the reasoning was for me to feel like I needed to talk about that at that specific moment. But I do know that it was like super cathartic. And ultimately like that's what the whole purpose of what, like I'm doing here is like I just am like 
talking about things that are on my mind or like getting things out there um, that I want to just put out there. It doesn't need to go anywhere except for just like out of me, basically. So whenever I was making my goals for 2021, I was trying to figure out what that meant for my podcast. A friend of mine started a podcast and literally like one episode in, like I could already tell like she was going to be fantastic at it. She's a seven. So I think that that is like a huge, like she's just like such an entrepreneur. Um, it's called Sarah says, if you haven't heard of it now you have. Um, and some of the things that she was talking about, like had me thinking like, wait, should I be trying to grow my podcast? Should I be trying to get like sponsorships and should I take it more seriously and like try to get like listeners and like, just like do the damn thing. And I was having like a mini meltdown about it. And my husband was like, why did you start the podcast? Like you started it for you. And like, there's no reason why you have to turn it into anything for like anyone else. Um, he like grounds me that one, get yourself a spouse. It's really great. So I was like struggling, like maybe I'm doing this wrong. And like, isn't that what people want? Like, don't people want to be successful and have all these followers and, you know, like get sponsorships and stuff like that? Like, isn't that what people want? Like, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but I know that I don't think that's me. I don't think I'm interested in that. Like, that's not what I'm about. Not that I'm like better than, I'm not saying I'm better. I'm saying like, I have different interests than other people. Um, I'm saying like, I am like more interested in like the things that come from it, like getting to share the things I love with people and like getting to talk about things and getting to talk to the people I love like my husband and things like that's the stuff that I like like I like making lists and making plans and then just like rambling for hours on end like that's what I like so I think it's just been fun to sit down with like random people in my life and have like discussions about things like just because and I don't think I'm gonna start caring anytime soon about like who listens or how many people listen or anything like that and I just don't think I'm ever going to like take off and like have like all of these people like follow me and stuff like I also just like don't think I would handle it very well if I did I think I would feel like way too much pressure and it would like make me lose interest I get burned out very quickly and I think I was about I think I was about like four or five weeks into this when I was like okay I think I'm done now like I don't think I need to do this anymore my husband was like wait what Like, but you sound so good. Like, why would you stop? Like, it sounds good. Like, and like, you're talking about things that you like and it makes you happy. Like, why would you stop? And I'm like, well, cause I, like, I feel weird. I feel like I'm like trying for something and I don't want anything out of it. So I, it just, it, I'm a very caring person, but I care about myself a lot as well. And I like to do things that make myself happy. And when something stops making me happy, I lose interest. So I just have this like feeling that if this were to turn into something or if it were to get big or anything like that, like it would stop making me happy. And I don't know why I feel that way, but I just feel like I would just get burnt out and I wouldn't want to do it anymore. So then that left the question, like, where does that leave me with like my podcasting goals for 2021? Like, what am, what am I supposed to do? Like, do I just like literally not care? Do I like reformat things do I like how do I structure this that it like works or that it even seems like you know something worth continuing on in the future and my ever supportive husband he had a few suggestions for me as my like number one listener um he's obsessed with the Bill Simmons podcast and like the ringer and like those kind of things I guess like this guy was able to turn one podcast into like an entire network of podcasts and he sold it to Spotify for millions of dollars that's what Tommy's interested in is like the millions of dollars part. So, um, he started with like one concept and then he added on another and then another and so on and so on. And my husband says like his one like real critique of my podcast is that it's like a little bit confusing. Um, like there's books, there's TV shows, there's like random conversations and things like that. And like, if someone comes to my podcast for books, then they would be weirded out to listen to a podcast about a TV show or about, um, Marvel characters you know what I mean like it doesn't make sense and stuff like that so um like I sort of disagree because I think it's fun to listen to all of those different things I don't know that I can think of another podcast that is like as random as mine that's just like varied things I just feel like I have a lot of varied interests and um I honestly have no desire to just like drop any of them any of those interests so per his suggestion I'm going to try to branch out 
Um, the unofficial plan is for me to start dividing up the podcast and making things a little bit more organized, um, which is like my middle name. So it's like not at all surprising that that's where I'm going, but I'm going to try to do it very slowly and see how it goes. But I think basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to put out a bunch of little baby podcasts and we'll see if they learn to fly on the way down or not. The first one I know for sure I'm going to be able to like really carry out and that won't be super difficult is a podcast that I've already started and it is dedicated to rewatching TV shows. I really loved the Dawson's Creek recap that I just did even though I think it was probably just me listening when I was editing like I had listeners but I don't know that anybody was like absolutely loving it the way that I did so instead of spamming my podcast with all of these episodes about tv shows I am going to upload those onto a completely different podcast if you haven't heard about it or like seen it or whatever yet it's called brunette best friend inspired mostly by my spirit animal Brooke Davis but all the other brunette best friends and teen dramas and things like that um so that is already up and I have a couple episodes out on that podcast. They're very quick. They're just like 10 minute episodes or something. So they're like easy breezy, beautiful cover girl kind of episodes. Um, I think that it's a situation where like you could watch like a whole season of a show. I started with One Tree Hill obviously. So you could like just listen to like you could watch One Tree Hill and then you could just like listen to like the whole thing and it would take you like, you know, whatever 10 minutes times however many episodes there is. So I have other things that I like would kind of be interested in trying to do and like ways that I would try to branch them off of the podcast that I already have but um I think the best way for me to do it is just to like very slowly kind of like like put these out in like a way that it makes sense for me organization is like my first love so I'm trusting his entrepreneurial brain and like this system and like we'll see what happens um Again, another one of the reasons why he suggested that I kind of like branch them all out and create other podcasts is because it's like kind of confusing. Like when you come to a place called She Read, He Said, you're like, okay, well, where's the red? Where's the heat? Like it doesn't make any sense because it's not consistently like me and my husband. Um, he's actually been on like less and less in recent months. But um, I explained in another episode where the name came from. I just figured that like at the time I was reading a lot of books and things. I was reading a lot of articles. I had an office job so I was like a little bit more into like articles and things. Now I just like watch TikTok so you know. Um, I was still in school too so I was learning like big brain things. Um, remember when I graduated virtually? Thanks COVID. Thanks so much. Um, we were having like a lot of conversations about things and I was reading back then um, or things that I was reading back then. And like, um, if you haven't learned by now, like Tommy is someone who knows a ton about a ton. So he can literally talk about anything. I can bring any topic to him and he knows something about it. Or when I like kind of explain something, he's like, Oh yeah, I know what that is. Like he, he knows something related to it or he knows like some like fascinating fact about it. And it's like, it's like the most marvelous thing to like witness, but it also makes you feel like kind of dumb at the same time. Like to be completely honest, because it's just like, how does your brain have that much in mind doesn't. Um, but that's, what's like great. And like, that's why I, um, like appreciate when he reminds me like how smart I am, because I think I would probably develop a complex if I just like compared our brains all the time. Um, I could totally see that happening. So like for now, I think everything's going to stay the same on the podcast minus the TV stuff that's going to go elsewhere. But then like I just did like the WandaVision podcast recently and so like that's going to stay here. So I don't think it's going to be like a perfect system. Um, potentially, I guess I could put like a, like, you know, we interrupt this One Tree Hill broadcast for like me to talk about a brand new show on Netflix like The Queen's Gambit or, you know, whatever, like something that's like right now hot or whatever. Um, I, I don't know. It's honestly probably going to stay on this podcast, but um, there's also a possibility that I can get my sister to start a podcast. She has made mentions about things. She has a lot of like teen angst and she has an interesting point of view that is not exactly unique, but it's kind of unique. She's mixed races. Um, so she definitely like sees and moves through the world in a little bit of a different way, especially different from myself. Um, even though I identify as Hispanic and white, I feel like I pass as white and she doesn't. So, um, I think that she has a lot to say about that. I think the refrigerator just kicked on, so that's kind of annoying. I hope that's not, like, a problem. 
Um, and then there's like this other section of my life that Tommy thinks would be like a really good podcast, but I don't think it would be that interesting. Um, but that would include like a lot of interviews and things like that. So we'll see if I can like get that off the ground. Um, I don't know. And that might be the extent of it. It might just be like three podcasts or it might be like that plus my sister, or it might be just these two, or I don't know. I I don't know, but I like the idea that I'm not confined to just one specific route. Um, I don't know. So I think that this might eventually some, at some point come down to just being about books, which I would be totally fine with, but I think it's also just like home base. So there's also this like potential that pretty much nothing changes. And I just continue to be on my regularly scheduled bullshit as we know it. Um, I'm also very, very, very slowly working on a website, which, um, I think would just kind of help with the organization process. Um, there is a podcast. I think it's actually the podcast that's coming out like this weekend that I'm filming or I always want to say filming. I'm not filming. I'm recording. Um, there's a podcast that's coming out. I think it's like the Disney one where I say like, I wish I could just upload like my list so you could see it or I could upload like the list of Disney movies and things like that. Um, and I think it would just be nice to have a place where I can just like post things like that. Or if I have like a top 10 list of books, I, um, there's this like book podcast I follow or I listened to like a long time ago where she would talk about books and stuff. And you know, sometimes when you're just like doing your thing, you're not really paying attention, but you're like, oh, that sounds really good. But if you're like in the middle of cleaning your house, you're not going to like stop the podcast and like Google that book or whatever. So it was nice that I could like go to her website and then it would list out like all the books that she talked about in the episode. And I was like, oh, okay, perfect. And like, I think it would be nice to just be able to do stuff like that for, for people to be able to recall stuff. Or if I do talk about something where you need to like see it physically, like it would be helpful. Um, that's a huge work in progress though. Um, it could be up literally like tomorrow or four months from now or a year from now. I like, there's just really no telling. Um, so that's something I'm really trying to do. I also, I haven't mentioned it before, but I guess I'll go ahead and do it. Well, let me preface this. So I just gave up social media for Lent. So um, the thing about Lent is it's 40 days. It's from Ash Wednesday to Easter. I'm not the best Catholic, so like work with me here. But um, technically Sunday doesn't count in those days. Um, literally nobody come for me for the explanation because I don't know. I, I'm assuming it's because like Sunday you're supposed to be like with God anyway and like whatever. Um, I know that there's a reason um, I think you're supposed to be like fasting on Sundays and those kind of things. So you're already making a sacrifice on Sundays. So, um, your thing that you give up for Lent technically doesn't count on Sunday. So I'm going to be cheating on Sundays, but I'm not going to be able to keep up with things the same way that I normally do. I normally post my podcast on Saturdays. I normally post the, well, I've started, I don't know. It's not like a regularly scheduled, but I was trying to do the brunette best friend one on Wednesdays. And, um, so with that said, um, wait, where, where was I going with this? Um, I was getting ready to say something and now I don't know. And this is so infuriating. Um, hopefully it'll just come to me. So I was going, I'm so with that said, like me giving up social media. Um, oh, I know. Okay. Sorry. I, I'm sorry for the seizure I just had on the podcast. It's totally fine. So I have a bookstagram account. And I haven't given it out before. I haven't said anything about it because what I tend to do is I make a bookstagram and I have it for about a month and then I delete it. And then I make a bookstagram and then I have it for about a month and then I delete it. And that's kind of my thing. It's like my toxic trait. I just keep doing it and it's just, I'm not satisfied. I don't take good pictures. I don't have good content. I'm not like, I don't put a lot of effort into it and I don't intend to. Like Instagram will never be like my thing. Um, I'm just not good at it. So I like as much as I want to have this like beautiful Instagram where I post these beautiful pictures, like I follow some people that they just have the most gorgeous feed and I'm just like, how in the fuck? And I just don't have time for it. Like I have a full-time job, like I have a husband, like I have a fan, like I have like things and I just, I have too many other loves to like devote time to this Instagram. I, I know that there are a lot of people that do and they have really great things come from it. And I sadly will never be one of those people. I just can't do it. So, um, 
I just don't have that like brain. I don't have this like entrepreneurial like spirit. I just don't. As much as I would love to, I just, I don't think I do. And maybe sometime in the future I could, I don't know. Um, but I, I'm going to say what the Instagram is so you can go follow me if you want. And I post like book things there. Um, I have another problem. This is, I'm about to go on such a random tangent. I have a problem with people on bookstagram because I feel like a lot of the things, and this is the same for like all Instagram influencers, whatever, but I feel like a lot of the people that have Instagrams that are influence, influential in Instagrams, I feel like they post just a post. I feel like they post like a picture that's that's something that gets on my nerves like they'll post a picture of like the harry potter series and then they'll be like what book are you reading today or like they'll post a picture of you know the twilight i don't know why i can only think in like series somebody just flushed the toilet somewhere in this hotel and that's great um somebody posted a picture of like um a twilight book and then they're like what's your favorite like springtime book and it's like what the like it's like they post things that have nothing to do with the picture and um like a lot of people will post like these really long reviews which I know that some people find helpful but like I'm not reading like a 12 page essay when I'm on Instagram like I'm just scrolling and you're lucky if I'm scrolling I'm usually just on Instagram stories so like people post like all these like really lengthy like whatever's and people post things and I, it just feels very disgenuine. It feels like people are only posting to get people to respond and they're only posting to get followers and they're only posting to get people to engage with their stuff. And they're not posting just because they're like, I just read a great book and here it is. And so I don't, I don't want to be a hypocrite. And so I'm not posting lengthy reviews on my Instagram. I'm not posting, um, like I'm not posting books that I'm not even reading. I'm not posting, you know, books that don't apply. That's another thing is like people will post like the same book over and over just in different like scenes um, because they're, you know, you're not able to read a book a day. Like nobody's reading that many books. So you're not going to have a post every day, but people are posting every day. And so it's like, I am not comfortable just like posting just because like, so essentially I I'm trying to post or I was pre Lent I was trying to post every couple of days or something because I know that if you're not posting then you're just like not relevant at all and like I have like 50 followers or something like it's not at all anything exciting um I don't think it's gonna go anywhere (laughs) at all it's not it's not a good feed I use like really poor filters because like all of the apps and things that you're supposed to edit your pictures with just like I just don't understand it's just like not my thing so um I don't have like super great pictures and the quality is not great and that and like whatever but I am trying to post like every couple of days and um with that sometimes it's just me posting like a stack of books I just got from the library or something like that but I'm never posting books that I'm not actually reading And I'm never posting books like more than once. So I'm basically just like, I'll finish a book. I take a picture of it and then I just hold on to it until it's time for me to post another one. And that's pretty much what I've been doing. And I'm literally just saying like, oh my God, I love this book or I didn't love this book or whatever. I don't even know that I've posted books that I didn't really love. Um, So that's just pretty much what I've been doing. And it's honestly just been a place for me to just kind of like keep everything. Um, I... Um, what was I going to say? I'm just like space cadet right now. I don't think that, um, it's anything special. I usually post my books that I'm reading anyway on my regular account, but I also like to go through and like save books that other people post because then that's where I get ideas for what to read. Um, that's pretty much where all of my ideas lately have come from is from bookstagram. So, I, um, I also am not into like, that's another thing that you're supposed to do when you're in like these kind of communities, like you're supposed to engage and like make friends with all these people. I gotta be honest. I was already a part of a community. Um, I was a part of a Twitter community and I made a lot of friends and I still have a lot of those friends. And, um, I, 
really cherish those girls, but there were also a lot of crazies in there. And, um, it got to be a point where it was like, I don't even know you people. You people don't even live in the same state as me and you're bringing me down. (laughs) So it got to a point where it was just like too much. Um, and so I just feel like in this situation, like I have already been there, done that as far as like being a part of a community and, I don't have any desire to join the bookstagram community. I don't have any desire to be friends with those girls. I think they're all probably great people. Um, and I, I think that there's probably something I'm missing out on there. But I just, I think I'm just done putting myself out there in online communities in that way. If that makes any sense. Um, so I'm not really super engaged with all these people. And I, like I said, like I, I do hate like kind of a lot of the way that people behave on bookstagram. I hate that there's just this like whole thing where you're pretty much only posting because you need people to follow you. And like that thing where people complain about the algorithm and they're like, well, I need you to follow me and I need you to like my posts so that people see me and I need you to like, I I just, I don't, I don't love that. I don't love that. And it makes me a little frustrated and it just feels very disgenuous. And, um, I'm not saying that anybody that does that is a bad person and I don't like, you know, everybody has their things and that's just like one of mine. Like I just like, I just don't like it. And so I don't want to do it. And so I don't want to be saying like, you know, Oh, like here's like this great book. And it's like a book I read like two years ago and it's like not in any way, shape or form like relevant and things like that. It's just like not worth it. I will say where I've been like super active and I actually feel like that's been my new Instagram (laughs) sort of thing, um, is Goodreads. I love tracking like when I'm reading and I love tracking like when I finish books and I have like a bullet journal and I'm doing all these things. This has gotten so off topic. I'm so sorry. Um, So I have been posting on Goodreads like constantly. So you can find me on Goodreads. I see that and this is where there's the problem is I don't really want to put like my name out there. You know what I mean? Like it's just like kind of weird. Um, how about this? If you want my Goodreads account, you can email me at she read, he said at gmail.com and I will share it with you because I just feel, I feel kind of weird about putting my whole name out there because if you don't actually know me, it just feels a little weird to put my like full life out there like that on blast. But anyway, I will say I haven't, I haven't put it out there, but I will, I will put out what my bookstagram account is, but I need you to be forewarned that it's not special. Um, it's called girls in white dresses with like an underscore at the end. My thought process there is the song from The Sound of Music, um, Girls in White Dresses with Blue Satin Sashes. It's like these are a few of my favorite things. Um, Books are a few of my favorite things. And that leads me to the whole porpoise, porpoise, the little turtle, the whole purpose of this rant that I just like went on to crazy town um, is I think there's a possibility of a name change. Um, I think that that is the title of my quote unquote website slash blog in the future. It's already like, I'm already signed up for it. So, um, it's girls in white dresses. And I think that there's a possibility that I change, I don't know how that works exactly, but that I change this from she read, he said to girls in white dresses, because I feel like it encompasses like everything. These are a few of my favorite things. I like books. I like TV. I like this. I like that. I like whatever. And like, this would be like the hub for all of that. But, um, the fact that this is like where I started and this is like, you know, what I've been doing the last year, like I don't necessarily want to change it. So I don't know where I'm at with that, but I'm just putting it out there. Like that's how they tie together. (laughs) Like girls in white dresses has nothing to do with she read, he said, but, um, I didn't want to make a she read, he said Instagram account for some reason, because I do think it is confusing. It seemed like super witty when I first did it. And then I was like, yeah, maybe people aren't going to get this. <laughs> so, um, I think it's possible that moving forward, all of this stuff might be like girls in white dresses, but it could all just be random Instagram accounts and random things that don't connect in any way, shape or form. But, um, if you are interested in following me on bookstagram, that is where I am. It's girls in white dresses underscore. And, um, yeah, I'm not going to be super active on there for the next 40 days or plus whatever. I don't know. You know, I'll see you on Sundays, 
but um, that's, that is my quote unquote bookstagram. So if I'm ever talking about it, that's where it is. And I'm literally not posting anything that I'm not talking about on here. So, you know, whatever. I kind of like in the beginning was like, well, I'll just post like regular life stuff. But then it's like, we're in quarantine. My regular life is not that exciting. So it's, it's essentially just books over there. So I only follow people from bookstagram. That's like really only like, it's just, you know, whatever. So sorry for this like super long segue into the oblivion. So all of that said, there are two things that I want to do for my podcast anniversary and I'm totally stealing them from two other podcasts and I want to try to do them maybe yearly on the anniversary because I think it's cute and I also like that it lines up nicely with my birthday. I can just record it on my birthday every year because I think that's cute. Um, the first one is basically me stealing from Sarah Says, the podcast that I mentioned earlier. Um, I sort of want to do like a little reintroduction. Um, in her first episode, Sarah talked about all of her things, like what Enneagram she is, what her horoscope is and things like that. And I realized that I don't think I've ever done anything like that on my podcast. And those are some of the things that are like the best. So how dare I? I also really love finding these type of things out about like other people and I like trying to guess them about other people. So if you want, you can try to guess mine before I say them, if that's your thing as well. Um, to start, I am a Pisces. February 20th is my birthday. So, you know, I would say that I am a Pisces like through and through. I've always super identified with Pisces traits, even though I'm on the Aquarius cusp. Aquarius ends on February 19th, I believe. So I... I'm like on the cusp and I think sometimes I have some Aquarius traits but I'm definitely a Pisces. I am such a fish. I love water more than like anything in the world. I am like so cool with being just like a slimy little fish. It's totally fine. Um, Pisces are like dreamy, emotional, and intuitive and my sun sign mixed with some of my other traits that I'm going to mention like later on. They put my empathy like off the charts. I'm incredibly empathetic. I feel things for other people so so deeply like other I hurt for other people um and then some other famous Pisces are Justin Bieber Drew Barrymore Steve Jobs George Washington which is fun and um my birthday twin Rihanna her birthday is also February 20th and I also just found out that Cindy Crawford has the same birthday as me too which I think is fun um so your sun sign is like the sign that people know it's like who you are to your core like inwards and outwards it's like you and then your moon sign is how you feel like inwardly and like your emotions and your mood and things like that forgive me if I'm fucking this astrology shit up um so my moon sign is Taurus Taurus moons are very down to earth and they're very mellow which kind of seems bizarre because I'm such like an emotional Pisces, but I actually think that that's what keeps like my emotions in check without such a mellow, like internal mood. I think I would be batch it all the fucking time and crying every day or being like hysterically happy. And I feel like being a Taurus moon, like really grounds me. And then your rising sign is the sign that you show off to other people. It's like your personality. It's like what you like outwardly like kind of project. My rising sign is cancer. And I feel like I'm outwardly like kind and like a little cautious and a little sensitive. And I feel like some people can have like different signs for each and like they can be like kind of chaotic, but I feel like mine work together like fairly well in harmony and they make me like emotional and caring and down to earth. And I think that, um, that's like a good combination of things to be at least that's how I feel anyway um you can find out your like moon rising whatever signs on cafeastrology.com if you are interested in that the next one is your Myers-Briggs personality type if you don't know about this I feel like this gives an overall like assessment of who you are as a person the things you care about what's important to you if you've never taken this test you can do it at like 16personalities.com my Myers-Briggs is ENFJ, which is extroverted, intuitive, feeling, and judging. And my personality type is called the protagonist, which basically means that I am intuitive and emotional and I'm loyal to a motherfucking fault. I'm not afraid to like stand up for anything or to stand up for someone. And sometimes that can get me in trouble, like all the time that gets me in trouble. Um, some famous ENFJs are Barack Obama, Oprah Winfrey, Jennifer Lawrence, and Daenerys Targaryen. 
Um, so if your Myers-Briggs is like who you are, your Enneagram is why you are, if that makes sense, you can find your Enneagram at truity.com. There's like places you can go to take like tests that cost money. Don't pay for it. You can find it out without. Um, my Enneagram type is two wing one. When you find out your Enneagram number, in addition to which type you are, you can also have a wing on either side. So I would either be a two wing one or a two wing three. And I'm definitely not a two wing three. I'm way more on the one side. So I'm a wing one. So I'm type two wing one. Um, type twos are helpers. We're super empathetic. We're friendly. We're people pleasers. And then type ones are organized and have a strong, a strong sense of right and wrong. So what I've learned with the Enneagram is the motivations for why I do the things that I do and how I interpret situations is like, because of my Enneagram, that has been a huge help because Tommy is a five wing six and I'm constantly looking at his and looking at mine and understanding why one of us did something the way that we did. And I feel like I use them as love languages which by the way, my love language is words of affirmation. I'm a two. Are we shocked? Are we shocked that I need to be told that I'm special? I need to be told that I'm loved. Is that surprising? Um, anyways, so some two-wing ones are Meryl Streep, Jennifer Garner, Mother Teresa, Jamie Lee Curtis, and also Tom Holland's Spider-Man character is a type two. So thank you so much. My Hogwarts house this is a doozy. I have taken approximately 7,159 quizzes over the years and 99.7 times I've gotten Hufflepuff. This totally works with like the vibe, the emotions, being caring, being kind, being loyal, like whatever. Like I have purchased many a Hufflepuff gear and clothing items. I flaunted my Hufflepuff ass up and down Diagon Alley in Florida. And then this like super accurate Pottermore test came out and I got, of all things, Slytherin. How did this happen? I don't know how I go from yellow to green. Like, how do you go from badger to serpent? It's my cross to bear. My family fully backs up this, like, result somehow. My husband tells me it's because I'm, like, willing to do whatever I have to do for the sake of the people I love, which I get. It's, like, the loyal to a fault kind of thing. So I have accepted it. I tell people that I'm a Slytherin with a Hufflepuff moon, which is citing back to like Taurus Moon. Um, and I think it's simply just because I spent too much money on the Hufflepuff school sweater. I don't know. I don't know. But I also have a shit ton of people that tell me I'm a Ravenclaw because of the reading and stuff like that. And I feel like there's no way. Like, I get that, but I don't think I've ever felt very Ravenclaw. And I definitely have never felt like a Gryffindor. So um, even though I do love me some books, as we all know very well, um, I do think I identify more with Hufflepuff I, I guess I'm a Slytherin. It's fine. But, um, I think that I am a Slytherin with a Hufflepuff moon and that's totally fine with me, I guess. So bonus round, Sarah did not do this one because Sarah has probably more integrity than I do, but I want to know which Kardashian sister you would be. Um, I think there's been some debate about this, but I think that I am most like Kim. I have my shit together and I try and fail to keep my family organized and I cry when I get into an argument with someone and I tend to lash out and I get defensive, but then I get over it really quickly like I'm loyal to a fault so I'm like standing up for people and I get really upset when somebody else gets hurt um I am super outgoing but I also like to stay home I don't drink etc of all of these categories I think I'm most interested to know like which Kardashian sister you are so please email me at she read he said.com or had he read oh I could only wish at she read, he said at gmail.com. Please email me your full scope. Like I want to know your Enneagram, your Hogwarts house. I want to know your full sun chart or astrology chart or whatever. Like I want to know everything. But the, the, the thing I'm most interested in is which Kardashian are you? You have seven sisters to choose from. Those are your only options. You cannot be Kris Jenner. You cannot be, um, Robert. Um, you have to be one of the seven sisters or six sisters. How many sisters are there? There's one, two, three, four, five. You have to be one of the five sisters. I want to know which, which sister you are. That's the most important to me. The second thing I got, I um, am stealing from Katie, who was like Luster Lux from YouTube. Her and her husband, John, have a podcast slash YouTube channel called Must Be Nice. And they sort of like fell off the map podcasting. But then I just recently listened and caught up to all their episodes like recently. And I loved them. Um, they did like a couple last year. And then now they've kind of gotten back on the 
podcast wagon, but I have always loved their banter. She was one of my favorite YouTubers back in the day. I just felt like she was very down to earth and just very normal. And I feel like their relationship was very normal. Um, anyway, they took this thing from Jen Atkin, who's the girl who does like way hair or whatever it is. And they did it at the beginning of this year. And they also did it at the beginning of last year. And they kind of like were able to compare. And they're basically like resolution style things. So I know that we're like two months into the year. But it's totally fine. Every week has a Monday. So you can start over whenever you want. Okay? Okay. So the first one is I want to start. And so something that I want to start is waking up early. I really struggle with this because I'm a night owl. I feel like I just get more creative at night. And I just like have more ideas and I want to do more things at night. I don't like waking up, but I also don't like going to bed. So, um, I want to wake up early and I want to like take the dogs for the, like a walk every day. They get to run around outside whenever they want to, because we have a yard right now, but walking is good for them and it's good for our bond. It's good family time, especially if Tommy goes and the four of us are all like going for a walk, you know? Um, I would also like to spend some of the morning like journaling or something or just being like kind of mindful or practicing some sort of gratitude or something. And like obviously reading, like I would love to squeeze more time in to read in the morning. Like that's a given. Um, Tommy with his new job that he is starting, he is waking up at like five every day. So I feel like that honestly might help me. It also sucks because he usually would go to bed late, but now because of his job, like he's going to bed earlier. So maybe this will help me and I can just switch my schedule and then it'll be totally fine. The next one is I want to try. Um, I want to try to save up enough money to buy a house this year. That is like our serious goal that we're working towards. Um, we have done an excellent job of not spending money in the last year. Thank you, COVID. And we are going to try to like streamline that process and help us save and making like the house buying process really like seamless and painless. Um, I don't want to buy a house before we are like fully ready to buy a house. And, um, we have had a lot of things like we just we you know we we aren't from like super rich families and um we've had student loans and we've had just like normal things that everybody has like we've just done all our own um so it's just been like a very long process and then moving to Vermont doesn't help because that's across the fucking country so um we are like in a good place and I would like to stay that way and I would like to get us to a point where not only could we buy a house but we could also afford if everything in the house broke down as soon as we moved into it you know what I mean like I want to be able to purchase a house but I also want to be able to put a lot of money down on the house and I want to be able to afford any sort of incidentals that happen once we officially own a house because it seems like a really big there goes that toilet again it's fantastic um it seems like a really big fucking process and I just want to make it as like painless as possible. So that is what I would like to try this year, which I don't think is exactly what they mean by try, but I want to try to buy a house. That's what I want. The next one is I want to continue. I want to continue to run. I started running like the week before Christmas. We randomly discovered this like couch to 5k app and my mom ordered us all armbands for our phones and they came in and we just like decided to start right away and I'm glad that we started then instead of at the beginning of January for two reasons the first one is because I was off for like two weeks so my schedule was flexible and I was able to like get up at whatever time in the morning and go run and shower and not be in like a rush to get to work kind of thing and then two because supposedly you do better at sticking to resolutions and things if you start them before January I think that January has a lot of pressure tied to it and like if you don't start exactly on January 1st like you fucked up and it's like you know like I said like if you don't start on Monday you have to wait until next Monday and that sort of thing and um so I'm glad that we started early the running app is basically like it wants me to run three days a week which I think is like a great start because I'm starting from zero um and theoretically by the end of it I'll be able to run a 5k I've always hated running and working out in general but if I'm being honest I always preferred cardio things and like yoga things to running but I've sort of found that it does make me feel better when I run and I hate hate running in the morning but when it's over I feel great because I feel like I've accomplished something already very early in the day so I think so I haven't okay I haven't been able to run for like the last two weeks because it's been freezing outside so I kind of started mixing and like working out 
like in addition, I also am, like I said, hoping to get some fucking roller skates for my birthday. So we'll find out tomorrow if that happened. Um, I am thinking like if I could do like I run a couple days a week and like I go roller skating or I work out like I feel like that's just like a great fitness routine like just to do like a little bit of everything kind of thing. Um, It also had me on track for me to be able to run the 5k in May and I honestly think I only have a couple weeks left on the app so I honestly think I could be done with it soon like months sooner than anticipated which I think is kind of cool. I will just be happy if I'm able to continue and like stick with this running thing because it's really not my thing, but I am kind of proud of myself for doing it. If I don't know if that's weird, but I just, I am kind of proud. Um, the next one is I want to have, <laughs> I said, I want to have a baby. This is such an obscure like thing to put on a new year's resolution kind of list, but, um, it's also on my vision board for the year. And I don't know, I don't know what to tell you other than that's what I want in life. So I don't think that's going to happen this year, but, um, that's what I want. So if I can have something, that's what I would like to have. The next one is I want to stop. I said, I want to stop wasting hours scrolling, which hopefully Lint will help me do. Um, no matter what I do, I feel like I'm always scrolling through Twitter and then Instagram and whatever. And then I just repeat or I scroll and then I go about my business for a few hours and I scroll again. And it's like, what do I think has changed in three hours? What do I think has changed in 30 minutes? like nothing. I love Twitter and I really love watching Instagram stories and I have to watch every single bookstagram story before I go to bed in case I miss something about a book, which is toxic. Um, I also love like TikTok and like those kind of funny things, but I want to get to a point where I'm only scrolling like once or twice a day and then I leave my phone the fuck alone because that's ridiculous. I think that not being able to be on social media, um, for Lent will help because I've already like noticed a difference. I keep clicking. I have my phone like beautifully set up. I have like the full aesthetic thing going. I have all the shortcuts that make my phone like really cute and Instagram and Twitter are on the homepage and I don't want to switch those out for anything and I don't want to go through the process of like redoing my phone. So for now they're still on my phone and I keep accidentally clicking on them every day and then I'm like, oh shit, I'm not. And I just exit out really quick before I look at anything. But, um, I think I can do it and I think when I'm done I think I'll feel better and I think I'll maybe be able to get good at this I think I'll be able to like stop scrolling as much and like relax a little bit the next one is I want to learn I want to learn Spanish and I want to learn six songs on the piano I've been working on the Duolingo app and I'm trying to stick with it because every single fucking year I write down that I want to learn Spanish and then I never follow through. I am a sad, pathetic excuse for a Mexican. I am on day like 46 in a row. I have a streak going and it's great. Um, I'm really proud. My mom got on like after I got on and she's already blown past me, which is infuriating. But, um, I do feel like I'm retaining things. We were watching the Queen's Gambit and um, he was speaking in Spanish and saying something and he, I heard him say Serato and I was like, that means closed. And um, obviously there were subtitles, so it wasn't that impressive, but um, I'm kind of like, I can hear things and I'm kind of picking them up a little bit better. So I think it's fun and I'm proud of myself for sticking with that as well. And then I also want to spend more time playing the piano. That was something I stumbled back on at the beginning of the year, but at the beginning of the year last year, but I just don't make time for it as much. Um, and I'm not actually bad at the piano. I can, I, um, my dad can hear something and I am the same way. I think because of him, I don't know. Um, my dad can hear something and then play it without being taught how to play it. And that's kind of how I am. Like I can teach myself, I can hear the note and then find the note. Um, which I'm sure a lot of people can do. I don't think that's probably that crazy, but um, when I stick with it, like I actually do decently. So I'm trying to stick with that. It's the story of my life. I don't have great follow through, but I want, I, I'm, I would like to learn six songs. And so far I'm at like one and a half, maybe, maybe. The next one is I want to quit, which I feel is very similar to stop, but I said I want to quit drinking soda. I blame COVID. How many times can I say COVID in this episode or I blame COVID? Um, But I do. I wasn't really drinking soda anymore. I kicked my Coca-Cola habit and then I was having like a Sprite here and there, like a Sierra Mist here and there. Um, My like fun drink of choice or something other than water was Fresca, 
which I don't really know why because all of the ingredients point to like yuck for me, but for some reason they all work together. I don't like grapefruit at all. It's grapefruit and I don't like grapefruit, but for some reason it tastes like similar to Sierra Mist to me. So that has been like what I've drank or whatever and there's nothing in it so it's like a win-win like there's like no sugar or anything in it so it's like totally fine for you but because so many fucking people are at home drinking beer they have needed a shit ton of cans for the beer and they stopped producing fresca like they just now have started to put fresca back out but it has been like completely empty and it's still kind of hard to find on shelves they like you can buy it in two liters but it's not the same like I need it cold in a can I can't drink it in a fucking two liter so we found it like here and there but because of that I resorted to just drinking Sierra Mist and it wasn't like with Coke where I was drinking it like every single day and I was like jonesing and I was drinking like morning till night and I was not drinking water and whatever like I can go with or without it but it was kind of like my little treat at dinner or like when we're doing something fun or like whatever. And I would like to like nix that if possible. Um, I will say that I haven't had like we I was buying it and then I kind of stopped. And we found like the jackpot of Fresca when we went to the lake um, for our anniversary. And um, I have been living off of that for the last couple of weeks. So I've only had a couple sodas, I would say, in the last like month or so, month or two maybe. I just got a soda from Chick-fil-A and that's the only place. It's so funny. I get Coke from Chick-fil-A. Something about Chick-fil-A, it's because there's so much fucking ice. And like I feel like it's like less syrupy for some reason. McDonald's used to be the Coke of my dreams. Like McDonald's Coke, there's nothing better. But it's so thick and syrupy now because I don't drink Coke anymore. So for some reason, I can get a Coke from Chick-fil-A and it tastes okay. And I also don't feel this like, oh my God, I need another one. So I literally just got Chick-fil-A and um, I got a Coke from there. So, but as a whole, I feel like I'm not really drinking as much soda anymore. So I would like to just like stop drinking soda because soda is not good for you. And I just want to get to a point where I'm like, you know, I'm out to dinner and I'm like, you know what sounds good? A water. Like, I just want to get to a point where I no longer even want a soda because I just feel like every once in a while I'm just like, oh my God, a soda sounds so good right now. Like, I just want to get to a point where soda doesn't sound good anymore. And hopefully Fresca can start producing more and more cans. Then I can just like drink those because honestly, honestly, I can barely tell the difference between Fresca and Sierra Mist if I'm being honest. Like, they're very close for some reason. This is probably not true, but Sierra Mist has now become my favorite soda, which is funny because nobody likes Sierra Mist, but um, fingers crossed we can just stick with Fresca and that will be that. The last one is I want to be, and I said I want to be joyful. Joyful is my word of the year. Um, It means feeling, expressing, or causing great happiness. I typically just want to be happy every year and I do a pretty good job of that. I like to make myself happy. I like to make other people happy, but I like to make myself happy most, Um, which I don't think is typical to behavior, but it's my behavior. So whatever. But I not only want to feel it, I want to express it and I want to cause it for other people too. For Christmas, I really went in because we couldn't go out and do the things that we normally do. Say it with me. Thank you, fucking COVID. Um, So I really tried to like bring the outside world to our house. We always go to a diner on Christmas Eve. So I made like Denny's menus kind of. um, And I put like craft paper down on the counter table for us to like draw with crayons on and my husband made diner food and that was really cute on Christmas day we normally go to the movies so I printed out movie tickets and a poster for soul and we got like buckets of popcorn and gas station like fountain cups and candy and things like that and so it really felt like we were at the movies um just things like that like I just want to help people you know obviously people that are probably related to me or whatever but I just want to help people have like happy moments especially if this year turns out to be anything like anything like last year um I just want I don't want to be happy I also want everyone else to be happy so I feel like these will be fun to come back to next year and see what I was able to accomplish and what I was able to work on and see how far I've come and that sort of thing and I think it'll be fun to compare you know, with my things next year. Um, I don't change very much. I'm a creature of habit. So I can't imagine that my, my wants and things will be 
drastically different, but you never know. I think it'll be interesting. And I think that these are fun things to kind of revisit yearly um, when we celebrate the anniversary of the podcast. So those are tons and tons and tons of thoughts and stories and segues and things that you didn't necessarily need, but this is where we are today, one year in. Thank you so, so much if you have listened, especially if you've listened to every single episode, if you have been a ride or die. There are some people out there that are ride or fucking dies. Jessica, you are one of them. Sarah, you are one of them. My husband, my aunt, like you people are my people and you guys are just straight OGs. I think Alyssa, like there are just like some of you that are just seriously ride or fucking die. And I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. Um, this is literally just something I do just to make myself happy. And it doesn't matter to me if people are listening, but the fact that you guys like every single week without a doubt are always listening and you just like deal with my super fucking annoying voice. Like I really, really, really appreciate it. And anyone else that listens, um, I hope that I introduce you to fun books or I, you know, tell you about fun topics or I, um, start fun conversations or I, you know, tell you about a cool show. Like, I really just hope that I'm somehow bringing like some sort of goodness into your life and making it worthwhile for you to listen to my constant ramblings. And I just really appreciate it. So here is to your one happy anniversary friends. And until next time, ciao.